1: This is Arjun Sen, and it's a pleasure to welcome you to this really special episode of Secrets to Win Big. You know, winning is fun. We all know that. But winning big puts us all on the path to long-term sustained success. And in this podcast, you'll hear from leaders from around the world and all walks of life sharing their secrets. The reason that is important is what I've learned is each one of us are different. Our journey's starting points are different, our destinations are different, and hence our paths are different. And today in that spirit, the reason I said special is I have, I'm very fortunate to talk to two amazingly unique, my VIP guests are Graham Aerosmith and Kevin Appleby. Welcome Graham, welcome Kevin.
0: Thank oh, you, Ajahn. for having us, yes. Thank you very much indeed for having us, Arjun.
2: And this is Arjun's turn to get his own back, because we had him on our podcast, The Next 100 Days, not very many weeks ago, as our special guest for our 250th episode,
0: Graham.
1: Absolutely. And to me, again, these amazing human beings co-host the Next 100 Day podcast based in UK. And what I was fascinated about the podcast was the tone of it is so simple, fun, conversational, but the content is really well thought out and really deep. So let me give you a little background about each of these individuals, because you'll get to see the most of, you know, who they are in the conversation. Graham possesses a rare strength to devise, create and deliver unique marketing solutions. He networks uh, thoughts from one market to create novelty in another, And that connecting of dots, I always find is very fascinating because it's not a cookie cutter solution. He's always thinking. And his podcast, he's a podcasting veteran and is a trustee at a local charity. He runs two companies, finally, Fettel Limited, a marketing to the affluent marketing agency and Meeting Professional Limited, a lead generation business for financial advisors. Kevin helps next generation finance leaders develop into dynamic and influential CFOs. And that part, I really found it intriguing, both in my conversations with them and when I read about is, you know, it's good, it's very not easy to create your own style, but then to find different individuals for each one to help them be the best they can be. I really think, you know, Kevin, kudos to you, my friend, for impacting and creating an amazing bunch of future CFOs. He's a chartered accountant who has worked as a CFO and management consultant. More recently, he has been involved in learning and development, teaching skills linked to business financial transformation projects. His passion is to pass the knowledge to as many people as possible. And that's the thing I really love that he lives that every day. And as CEO and head of content, at Grow CFO, he sees it as a great place to do this. So again, welcome both of you. Thank you, you, Ajit. So I just want to first, of course, congratulate both of you for the impact you're making, not only on businesses, but also on future leaders. Like, huge, it's huge. So the question I think you must have been asked quite a few times, and I want to start right away there is, you guys are two unique, incredible talents, a marketing guru and a financial wizard. literally the left brain and the right brain. <laughs> How did you guys come to work together? What made both of you work together as a team? Graham, we'll start with you and then Kevin. Um,
0: it happened because of a podcast. Um, the, the podcast um, was running for about 10 years or so, and it was called the Internet Business Mastery uh, mm-hmm. Podcast. Many people might have Listen to it. Uh, and it's run by two gentlemen who've both been on our podcast, um, uh, one Jason Van Orden and the other one Jeremy Franson. I was fascinated with them. I was traveling quite a bit and I was listening to that podcast. And I joined the Facebook group. And basically, uh, what happened then is Kevin and I met and we started to um, have conversations on Skype. Uh, and this idea of uh, starting a podcast was muted. And we took action. Um, it, it actually, at the point at which we were the most nervous about it, both of us, we both had nerves about it. But at the end, it was just, you know what, let's just do it. You know what, What's the worst that can happen? And well, I guess, um, you know, you could fall flat or whatever, but basically, who'd really care? We actually tried it. And well, five and a half years later, here we are, and we're still doing it. And we still lo- love it as well.
1: Yeah, I love that spirit that you have and five and a half years later, you're still lovingly brilliant. Kevin, it's tough to beat that answer.
2: Yeah, Uh, Graham's explained how we met. But I think the the thing that I'd add to that is that, well, you know, we've never missed a week. And that's part of the success of it. And I can think back to weeks. We nearly always record on Thursday, Thursday afternoons. And I can think of one or two Thursday lunch times when I've looked at Graham and said, ah, the guests that we were going to have this week's a no-show, what are we going to do? And we never once said, let's cancel. We always worked out something to talk about, something to do. And that's the reason we went from one show to 260 shows. We've done it repeatedly by routine. And I said, that's one of the biggest bits of advice that I can give anybody. Get on and start it, but do it regularly by routine. And that's how it it forms
1: a lasting habit. Love that. Get on, on a start, do it regularly on a routine. And that's the way you make a habit. Because I really think this is a wisdom bigger than podcast or consulting because it's a life. And most of us, You know, I'll just share with you, like this now is becoming a therapy session for me, is, you know, I want to go and create a habit of a workout, good habits. But I really think you gave me the clue by saying, Arjun, start, do it routinely, and all of a sudden, the habit will happen. Don't worry about it. So love that.
2: Now, Arjun, I record another podcast, The Grow CFO Show. And two or three weeks ago, I had a guest on there, Mark Channon, And we were talking about exactly that question how do you do this stuff It's just after new year. And it's like, how do you get your objectives to stick? And we talked about something called tiny habits. Mm-hmm. And it's all about doing the tiniest thing that can make you do the rest of the task
1: mm-hmm. and doing it regularly. So in this journey together, you know, every person you meet is different. Mm-hmm. But you have to, both of you have to see the conversation because you have the thread together to take the conversation. So what is the super skill power that each one of you have? And you can either share in the podcast to me or you can tell about your consulting, what you do as a CFO or as a branding guru. Like how do you see in each case it's different? Like your podcast is unique. And the episode where I was fortunate to be your 250th guest and I will forever cheer and celebrate that was different from everyone. It's not a cookie cutter podcast that you create, you see beyond. What's the secret? How do you do that?
0: Well, for me, I, I, I think um, we didn't know you. We did, we did a little bit of research um, and we knew, knew you to be a um, uh, just an, an amazing individual so we, we I, already I, I didn't hear that part uh, what no, was no, this no. <laughs> amazing <laughs> i'll say that out loud um just in case anybody didn't hear it the first time but we we knew you to be an amazing individual thank but you the point the point is um that that's almost part of it but sometimes amazing individuals have a bit of an off day so we always have to have an on day And the the thing is, if you turn up and you and you want to have an on day where you are basically showing up for that person. So, you know, you're going to have a good laugh, a good a good time with them. uh, You'll ask them a, a kind of question that will bring a smile to their face and that they'll have the opportunity to share their insight without feeling that it's a really difficult sort of. Uh, interview that they have to sort of slog through and that I think is something of the genius of the two of us because I you said it right at the beginning um we have two sides of a brain between us um which which sounds a bit like between us we only have one brain but but the truth is we 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 major in 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 different parts of the brain I I suspect that's true and I think that by bringing bringing us both together we're able to think through questions which really relate to the moment in time where that person is mm-hmm. and so it's not scripted and one, one of the things that we do is we're quite dynamic and of course that means that we make mistakes well actually it means that I make mistakes and then um, Kevin who edits the show he basically uh, leaves them all in.
2: Mm-hmm. This is this is very dangerous with a show going out live that we can't cut out Graham's mistakes but <laughs> I, I think that one of the reasons that this works is that graham and i are actually both quite good at listening um, listening is a talent that you have got to have as a consultant you've got to be very good at understanding the question that's already going on in the client's brain now i know that that's a phrase that comes from advertising and marketing yeah. Yeah. but actually it applies to just about everything now if I'm in front of a client talking about a consulting assignment. I'll normally be talking about a problem that that client wants a solution to. Now, I want to find out absolutely as much as I can about that problem. And you know, years ago, I attended a fantastic course when I worked for Kuberson Library called Process Consulting. And it was a week, but it literally taught you over a week to listen and ask The sorts of questions that dragged out information from other people. And, you know, we never ever script an episode of the next 100 days podcast. We've got a vague idea of what what we want to talk about. We know a little bit about the guest. We've probably looked at the guest website, but we just start talking. And it's that ability that we can ask the right questions as we go along. And, And actually, working with Graham, is quite useful because Graham can keep the conversation running when I'm not sure what to ask and I can move in and possibly ask a a question because I've been had that extra space to listen to what's being said.
1: I love that so I want to go a little bit more into listening because this to me is big not just in the business world To me, this is at the core of friendships, at the core of listening, uh, at the core of relationships. And many a time, we listen to respond. Many a time, we listen passively, like I put my phone in front of me. Uh I'm not listening. So what's, you know, and I'm so glad, Kevin, you went through a seven day because, you know, you're living this. What are some simple few do's and don'ts can you help us with? that makes us better listeners?
2: Um, the first thing is don't leap to a solution. Now it's, it's very easy to hear something suddenly say, oh, I think that's the problem. Therefore, okay, I've seen this before, here's the answer and give the answer straight away. Well, that's just your mind working. You're probably imagining a lot of stuff and making a hundred assumptions. To get to that solution so one of that, that that particular course one of the big lessons it taught me was well, just don't offer those solutions mm-hmm. resist that temptation
0: mm-hmm.
2: and i think i get in front instead into a little bit of storytelling mm-hmm. and i'll sometimes say oh i remember being at such and such a client and that they they had this issue and we did this i'm not saying that's the right solution for you but we start talking about that and that's their opportunity to say, oh, yes, Kevin, I recognise some of that. But here's where it's a bit more complex for us. Here's where it's a bit different for us.
0: I, for me, one <laughs> of the most important things, Arjun, um, when it comes to listening is, is is sense checking. Now, when we were at school. One of the things that was quite intimidating was was showing your uh, fellow school children that you know your your colleagues in the class that you hadn't actually quite got the idea mm. and there's always somebody in your own mind at least always somebody who's so smart they have and they that you that you're thinking they're going to turn and, and laugh because basically you're asking a really dumb question that you think is dumb but it's actually not mm-hmm. what you're doing is actually asking that person to this is what I think you've just said is that so and I find myself doing that Mm -hmm. more than once um well often more than once in a in a podcast because it it shows I think it shows a huge amount of respect that you have tried to listen Mm -hmm. and it doesn't always um um follow that you've actually heard correctly and somebody might just correct you and and move on and then that's that's fine because then you've heard Mm -hmm. what was intended but often it's it's quite disarming and I think what happens is people have to think through simplicity of communication. And, you know, the, one of the things that you are taught in the land of the direct response marketer is when it comes to things like copywriting, is think of the person that's receiving your postcard or your direct mail letter or, or even your email, whatever, as about 13 years old in terms of a reading mm-hmm. age and in, in terms of being able to appreciate so if you start using quite long complex detailed um uh, uh, words and so forth mm-hmm. then you're going to come up short because people won't comprehend and i think that's one of our one of our uh, secret uh, ingredients i think is is this willingness mm-hmm. and and i i have a an inbuilt willingness to feel, uh, you you know, to act the fool almost, to actually ask the daft lad question. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. effectively, actually, Arjun, is not really that daft. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, what's very fascinating is I loved what you talked to me about listening. And some of the things I really felt it was really profound when you talked about when you try to listen, you're showing respect you know, I'm a human being, I can try my best, that's all I can do. I may not get it, but I love the second part is when I share it back and give you a chance to correct me, and I'm doing it out of respect, and you are doing it out of respect, I really think it gets us beyond. I also love the concept of the simplicity of communication, the 13-year-old, you know, and there are two thoughts from two wise people that came back to me, came to me as I was listening to you, of course, I have to start with my grandma, I called her Mighty. She always told me about listening, that God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. So hear twice the amount that you speak. Of course, I never listened. (laughs) Then she told me the bigger thing. She said, never let thoughts, what you hear, go straight from your ears to your mouth. Let it go from there to your brains, your heart, and then you speak. And that to me was a very deep, like to me when I was a little kid, I would just think like I thought it was just a few seconds, go, go, go and speak. But then over time, you know, it took me a lot of time, just aged wine to appreciate what it is. And on the communication, there's an amazing lawyer, I a friend of mine, Herb Rubinstein, he taught me a very simple thing before I send any emails. If Graham, I'm sending an email to you. He said, Arjun, before any email, before you press the send button, pause and see if you get four yeses. The four yeses are, when Graham gets this email, he must feel, one, only Arjun, two, send this only to me, Graham, three, only today, four, only about what I need to do now if not why am i bothering graham okay why am i bothering kevin okay. and that was such a powerful thing like now my outbox is 100th of my inbox but that wisdom i really think connecting to the 13 year old that you talked about is priceless
0: i, I couldn't agree more i, I that's i I, we, I will i will play this back and um, and and steal shamelessly
2: Now, that that has me thinking as well Uh, around email and the whole idea that you have a list of people and you may well be tempted to bombard that list of people with a whole bunch of generic emails. Now, that breaks just about every
1: one of those four yeses. Yeah, totally. And we play like ping pong. We just feel like I just send it to Kevin and I'm done. No. Like. All we are doing is literally passing the ball to each other without understanding that I have a responsibility to help Kevin and Graham being responsible, uh, being efficient with their times. I want to go back to the 260 episodes. Okay, I'm very fascinated. And I just think that a journey like this must have amazing OMG wow moments. Like the reward of this is You guys may have finished the episode and just say, wow, what did we learn today? And learning sometimes are direct, sometimes are unintended. I may say, A, you guys connect the dot and figure out B, C, D. So I want to start and just go, you know, with you, Kevin, anything that comes to your mind, something bizarre, wow, big that you learned in this journey. And just, I want to go, Kevin Graham, Kevin Graham, just, you know, throw as many of these out so we can all learn from you. For for me,
2: over two hundred and fifty episodes, it's it's little nuggets of stuff that come out, mm-hmm. and they sometimes come out when you're least expecting them. And I'm about to make Graham's mistake now and forget the guest's name, but do you remember the episode with uh, that gentleman from your favourite organisation?
0: That will be Dave D.
2: That's Dave D. That's the man, not Dave D. Mc, Dave D. McIntech but uh, Dave D proper Uh, Dave D we'd been interviewing Dave for 45 minutes Mm -hmm. and we were just about to, to wrap the show up. And then Dave says, Oh, oh, I've I've really enjoyed this. I'm just going to share this little, little bit extra with you. Mm -hmm. And Dave, after 45 minutes of sharing some pretty good stuff Mm -hmm. went into the absolute pure gold of psychological selling Mm -hmm. It's the longest podcast we've ever done because we then went on for a further 35 minutes talking to Dave D about that real gold. And it's, it's moments like that. So what is psychological selling? Now you have to share. That, Graham, what's psychological selling? That's a good oh, question.
0: I think it's, it's, it's what we said earlier. It's, it's almost entering the conversation that's already going on in somebody's mind. But it's basically Pardon. not just, um, shall we say, targeting you by... by uh, demographics. But Dave is actually, um, he's, he, by, by training, he, he became like, um, um, I'm now trying to think of the right he word. Was, he
2: was a stage performer. Um, a stage,
0: yeah, like a magician. So basically, from that mag- point of view, he, he, he influenced um, people's minds. Um, mm-hmm. And so, from an away, in a way, what he was doing is applying that sort of magician-like um, abilities to the world of marketing. Um, and he got involved with uh, people that I follow Dan Kennedy who basically um, is is like you know the number one when it comes to uh, direct response marketing Mm -hmm. so um, Dave was just one of those most giving of people and and quite quite a a celebrity in his own right but the but the one thing that he brought to that was sheer energy and willingness to, to over deliver and that that's the thing that sort of highlights we've had people back on the show and i think that's one of the things that i would um uh you know counter kevin in on on this end. And, and i love david I, I, I think he's unbelievable and we've had a number of people back on the show because we so enjoy their, mm-hmm. their well not, not only their content but their company and you know so we've had people who've come on and talked about different things mm-hmm. on different occasions and you know sometimes you just wonder how are they so good? But they're often quite good because you put—I think—you put them in a sort of a Dave D-like manner into mm-hmm. a frame of mind. They're not—they're not acting like they're a chicken on a stage. They're basically acting the very best version of themselves on the podcast. And mm-hmm. you'll find that you get so much more um, content, so much more insight mm-hmm. from having people um, really think and and, and become almost like a flower opening Mm -hmm. and sharing the best that they've got in those moments. And it's not minute for minute. And sometimes we'll, you know, we'll, we'll be, it'll be a bit like a, an oscillating. Sometimes there are peaks of communication Mm -hmm. just as there are in everyday life. But I think for us, the genius, I think of, of, of the way in which this works when it works at its best is the ability to bring, um, you know, that just that, that flowering of, 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 of insight. And I'll tell you what, you were a very, very good example. You almost like the, the Duracell bunny that, you know, you you wind you up at the back and off you go. And, you know, I mean, I could have taken a nap, um, but, but because you had so much to communicate and you did it in such a compelling uh, storytelling way. And we just love people like that.
1: I love the flowering part because to me, think for a second, a flower blossoms, Mm in the right environment okay it does and to me that's the part where I really love the way both of you create the environment and I want to take that environment to a little different direction Mm. both of you have this incredible chemistry okay on one side it's very cool to see that you guys are great buddies you just pull each other's legs a little bit that's really cool But you have this amazing respect for each other. You build on each other. So, how has this connection happened? Like, what is secret about this incredible team? Oh, that's a tough question, Graham. What's incredible about this? Therapy for you guys. It is therapy. Funny,
2: we we, we met Arjun and we, we never, ever met in person, face to face, until we'd already recorded, that, we, we have, we have now, okay, but we'd me. recorded 25 podcasts before we ever met in person. Wow. Um, I don't know, just somehow we got on.
0: hmm Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I, I count Kevin as probably one of my closest friends, and, and we, we've met three or four times, three times, is it, Kevin, or three or four? Yeah. Times? And we played a round of golf and I, I let him win uh, quite convincingly I, I don't you know it's one of the things I, i'm quite generous when it comes to golf <laughs> actually i'm generous with everybody i play golf with i don't know why it was so, very uh, generous
2: with the rabbits in the bushes giving them all his golf balls <laughs> yeah that's
0: very true uh, it's, um, but it, the, the truth is um I, I think um we don't take a, each other uh, seriously we don't overly criticize each other um you know if something needs to be said then we, we say it, or at least we have a discussion I don't think we've really ever had an argument ever. I just, you know, I just don't think it's, um, it's just not in us. I think it, we we both want this to work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think we have to have a figure. We 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 try and figure out where we're going to go. And sometimes, sometimes we do doubt ourselves, which is which is, um, you know, being honest about it. That's that's sometimes surfaced where we where we're thinking, where is this going? But you know, the, you're helping us here, actually, Arjun, because actually, where are we going? Mm-hmm there's this it's it's a really really you know because where does anyone think they're going absolutely and, you know and at the end of the day the the thing that we I, I, well if I'll speak for myself the thing that I really enjoy about the podcast is that we sometimes can create um some kind, times we can create moments of beauty mm-hmm. now it's not necessarily Kevin uh, Kevin talking to me I think it's the way in which effectively like we are now the three of us Mm -hmm. interact and sometimes just like the Dave D moment but there are so many examples of other people that we've had who you'd think we have no right to have uh, got to that place but we do Hmm. and 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 you know and I just think uh, I uh, we've had some amazing people uh, with all kinds of different skills and you'd think they'd absolutely love being on a podcast and they just don't seem to have the demeanor. Mm-hmm. Then with, by being, you know, slightly, uh, what's the right word? Not humble, but sort of. Um,
1: yeah, because that's way. what I kept thinking about is as I'm okay. listening to you, Kevin, I'll come to you in a second is I found there were four concepts you talked to me about. And this to me is bigger than the podcast. Again, it's in relationships, in the business partnerships, everywhere. You first talked about shared goals, shared vision. Secondly, you talked about being honest with thought, but that comes with sharing with respect. Like to me, three of us can share our differences. You know, It's like in golf, if you are aiming there, and I just tell you, dude, there's water right there. Yeah. I'm not being disrespectful that you cannot go over the water. I'm just telling you. Yeah. And then I loved the way you are humble with each other and that's around. So Kevin, what's your you know, perspective on how this connection works? And after this, I also want to take that conversation to From first podcast to 2.50, how have you changed? How have you evolved? And the bigger question I want to know beyond that is, I wish both of you amazing good health and all the fun you're having, but I want to see podcast 500 and 750. So what are you investing in for making podcast 500, 750, wow, even better? So Kevin, a lot of questions you're with. A lot of questions,
2: Arjun, but I think part of it comes back to personally, One, and I love something called StrengthsFinder. StrengthsFinder, Will tell you your five big strengths. And strength number one for me is learner. And doing the podcast is is as much about personal learning as anything else. And it's always that curiosity to know something that that keeps us going. And like you know, once you, once you've got to, I don't know when it happened. Maybe it was, we'd done seventy episodes. Maybe we'd done a hundred episodes. But there, there was that stage that. It suddenly pivoted from us thinking back through our own personal contact books at who can we have on a podcast to being in a position where you, you kind of had the authority to be able to go along and ask anybody to be on the show mm-hmm. because you'd established a position. Mm-hmm. And to me, the secret about going through there from 250 to 500 is there will always be new stuff to learn about. Wow! there will always be new interesting people that you'll come across and meet or would like to talk to Mm. and the podcast is the perfect vehicle and the the strange thing about this is way way back episode one i think graham and i thought well this podcast is going to be something to revolve around some kind of business opportunity that we'll do together 250 podcasts on i don't think we've well we've made a tiny, tiny bit of money grown, which is probably less than it's, than than it takes to cover the costs of putting the show out.
0: Yeah, I, I think, I, I think had we, I think there, there is money in this, it's just, it's, it's, you're, you're paid in a different currency than, than, than pound sterling or dollars mm-hmm. or whatever, and I think the, the thing is, you have to work out what that value is to you, and mm-hmm. for me, it's very often connections, and, a number of my clients have been on the show, and I'm delighted to 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 welcome them to the show, because often you do with new clients. It's it's um you you get you want for me I I just not not falling in love is I have done that with my wife you know that's what I but you 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 find so much fascinating about new people, and and I do anyway certainly and I, and I want to know more and I know they've got stories to tell, so the, I think that the route to between two hundred and fifty and two and five hundred. Is well we know we already know we've just got hundreds of thousands of people with those stories Mm -hmm. and and you know we've had some feedback recently from various people and we did a sort of a show reel of uh, testimonials and so forth and one of the one of the things that somebody said is that I was just amazed at the 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 breadth of uh, of conversation that you're having Mm. we're not narrowing down into marketing or Finance, Yes, we cover those things, but we cover lots of things. And, you know, from that point of view, we do have a conversation um, with all kinds of different people. And sometimes it's difficult to keep a straight face, I have to say, but, um, you know, but, you know, sometimes it's, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you must be feeling that right now. But the point is, it's one of those things that you basically have to keep um, your humour so that you have the opportunity to bring the best out of somebody even though they might be talking um, tosh. But, but, you know, not, not everybody um, is like that. But often we find um, there's one or two people, Kevin, who's, who, who get through. But you know what? Um, I'd back all of our winners.
2: Mm-hmm. There's another angle to that
0: when I think about this it. We
2: point. mentioned the the making money angle. And that it's the fact that Graham and I both regard this as nothing to do with making money. Mm-hmm. It's about giving back. And it's about what it does to extend your network. Mm -hmm. And it's the fact, I think, that a a lot of podcasts are there as part of a business model. They're there very specifically to market the person and the service or product that they're selling. That service or product fails, moves on, stops for whatever reason, and the podcast stops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm we don't have that connection therefore this podcast has a life of its own independently of any business
0: it is and 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 the one of the things that if if we fail to see in people what we invariably see the podcast would stop Hmm. because if you can't see the things that you know, at the end of the podcast,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you really value, and you and we and we have almost like a—is it what's it called? Not a post log, um, an epi, epilogue. Epilogue, yeah. yes. So, so basically, um, there you are. You see, I've, I've, there, there's comedy gold for you. I didn't mm-hmm. know what the, the word was, but the point is, at the end of the show, we'll just try and catch up on well, these are the things that we've got, little takeaways, and I'm mm-hmm. sure the same with you, Arjun. So basically, the if we couldn't see. Mm-hmm then that's almost the very definition of podcast failure for us. And if, and if that's the case, then it'll stop. Hmm. But I, I can't see that ever happening.
1: And I hope and like it. it won't, because to me, what you both have is curiosity to learn something more. I think, I Kevin, you just, I loved when you said that there's always new stuff to learn, and that is the drive. And one of the things what I had done was before this podcast, I had written down a few words to describe your podcast. And I just wanted to wait till you guys shared. And this is what I had written, is you always come with the mindset to learn. You are here to share and give back. Mm -hmm. You are here to connect. And this is the part, this is uncanny. It's exactly similar to what you guys talked about was you are here to celebrate every person, every story. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what I learned now was it's, but you also take the responsibility for a conversation okay. because you are like the director. Rest of us have micro scenes. You are looking at how to edit, what to bring in the forefront. You know, I'm not being disrespectful about editing, like chopping off, but again, prioritizing, taking the conversation because at the end, you both see the story and it's really fascinating as you start going forward. So let me go back to one more thing is I want to get a few more nuggets that you have learned. Like Kevin, you talked about the psychology of selling or marketing. Graham, anything that stands out in this journey, one, two, three things, like boom, 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 like really rapidly, like wow, this concept, that concept, like that would be huge.
0: I think we've spent quite a lot of time talking about planning. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, planning is one of those things that um is sometimes it's it's of its moment, and and I'll plan and I I I and I'll and I'll I'll start thinking through things. And we've had like the Pomodoro episode, et cetera. We've had various techniques that we can use to help with um, focusing the mind. And so and so from that point of view, the podcast has is, is been like a mini MBA. Hmm. Um, it, it, every single week, we've got an, a new specialist speaker with some angle on something that either applies to you, to your wife, to your family, to your colleagues and those are the things that i i would take from you know i'm, I'm not brilliant at remembering absolutely everything I, one of the things i have to do Arjen, is, is is i have to have pictures next to people's names and and then they then they come alive mm-hmm. kevin's a a numbers man so he'll he'll probably put a, a series of zeros and nots ones and noughts, because that's not mm-hmm. what finance people do isn't it kevin
2: Oh well, it is yes. But pictures next to people's names. I'm I'm chuckling because I know what's coming out of next week's episode, Graham. No. no, no <laughs> so no, let's no, look at. We've got a very interesting, interesting memory gentleman in telling us how to remember people's names. I love week. that. I love that. That's some sort of- fantastic techniques. And I I'm imagining Graham at the moment dressed as a caveman, uh, but having this great big piece of meat in his hand in the same form as as a, in a cartoon, and it's a piece of grey ham.
0: <laughs> wow. So that's, we, so that's how the memory man remembered me, but he, he, but he, he was far more um, to the point with Kevin. Um, he just, he, with Kevin, he's just going to remember him as a cave. Now, I, I don't know what's in the cave, Kevin, but, you know, I, I, you know what kind of numbers.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Numbers cave, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, let's look at the last few minutes of this conversation. I want to celebrate each other. And I'm going to put each one of you on the spot. So first, is I'll start with you, Kevin. So, Kevin, working with Graham, what are the words or phrases Graham uses most often? Well, um, there's one that I love, and he's
2: stolen it from a gentleman called Jeremy Clarkson, ex of Top Gear and more recently The Grand Tour on Amazon. And it's at the end of the show. Graham will always say, and
1: on that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Yeah, yeah, anything yeah. else? Anything else, Graham says that is proprietary. Him. Um. um well, what's the exact
2: one? And the, and the point is, that point is one of Graham's favorites, and he's used it two or three times in this conversation that I've noticed.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I'm, I'm I I've been thinking. I in fact I asked um, Tori, who actually works with us, to to write up the show notes, and I said. Arjun might be asking me a question of what what would Kevin actually what does Kevin actually say and she sort of deadpan face looked up and said Grow CFO my (laughs) other podcast Grow CFO I'm thinking I've
2: always got to plug the new podcast Graham and get listeners. He never
0: shuts up about Grow CFO I mean (laughs) Um, you know, I'm going to have to do some editing, uh, but the point is um, that just shows his passion for, mm-hmm. for, for mm-hmm. this other podcast. Um, you know, it's it's a little non secret, but I'm actually I've got my own podcast as well now, separate, which is to do with the, the new business. But that that's another story for another day. But the I, I think for me, um, I, I I wouldn't have anything in mind that Kevin says. It's just the demeanor that he brings. It's a confidence that he brings. Mm-hmm. And I actually feel, always feel fairly close to the top of my game because on the side, you've got mm-hmm. an ace midfielder who can actually stop any sort of attacks, who can lead uh, mm-hmm. uh, future attacks, etc. So, you know, so he's, he's the great midfielder. Um, I, I think I'm some sort of, you know, failed attacker. You know, I, every now and again, I'll, I'll, I'll get a You're goal. at the right
1: place and the ball hits your head and
0: goes <laughs> in. Yeah. yeah, kind of goes in. <laughs> Off the back of the head. and I've uh, never thought of
1: you a sniffer, Clark. <laughs> no, but what I like is you said this earlier, but I'm connecting the dot is when I was we were talking about kind of podcast content, what you talked about was you don't stay in marketing or finance. You have contents because think for a second, life does not have a marketing problem. Mm-hmm. Life does not have a finance problem. We have a business problem. Yeah. So to me, I really think that's the part where my big learning from listening to both of you is And again, Kevin is like, this is a huge compliment to you is we have a stereotype of every profession. A lawyer, I'm not even going to go there that will take five podcasts for us. A CFO, we always think has a straight face, looks at you, two and two is always four. But to me, I really see that you of course are amazing as a CFO, very fascinating. But at the same time you being curious and you see opportunities which means to me you're using finance as a business tool Mm. not as an extension of just being an accountant who is just here to tell me what the speed limit is okay Mm. so graham i'll ask you this next question is without thinking if you have to describe words like you said a few things about kevin's already but how would you, a few words that come to mind about Kevin, the cool guy, how would you describe him?
0: Oh, well, not as cool, um, that's for sure. Uh, but I, I, would, I said
1: that, I know you wouldn't say that. I no, just no, no, no. To add that.
0: You can say that, I wouldn't agree. But no, no, seriously, I, I, Kevin is no, he's, um, he's very sturdy, he's very, he's very kind of, um, he's very clever. Mm-hmm. There's no question about that. And he's sharp. And some of the questions sometimes surprise me just how good they are. And, and you know, from my point of view, he's also a very reliable friend. You know, mm-hmm. often if, if I get tripped up with technology, Kevin's there. And he, it, it, you know, I would say one of the things that he is, is he is fascinated with the new. And I think that that's actually I'll translate that back into the podcast. I think he's fascinated with people. And, and I think that's a really good thing for him and for the things that he gets involved in because he actually, it's not just about the project with him. It can never be like that. Mm-hmm. It is about the people. And I think one of the things that gets Kevin out of bed in the morning is the fact that today is going to impact some people's lives. Yes, he's going to do certain projects, but I think that's the kind of person he is. Um, very, very reliable, very, very trustworthy. Um, somebody that um, you know I'll probably know for the rest of my life and be damn thankful for it.
1: So, Kevin, time to return the favor.
2: The thing that I would say about Graham is consistent.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm watching Graham at the moment. He's developing a brand new business and he got the idea, he's developed the idea, he's thought it through, he's thought, well, Mm, okay, there's something there, but that's not quite right. So he's gone back to the drawing board and thought it through a bit further. And he's kept going over a long period of time to launching just this last month or so. Mm -hmm. And actually, I'm really looking forward to a podcast that we're going to record next week or the week after where I'm going to talk to Graham about that journey all the way through with his new business and find out all of the lessons that he's learned. But it's it's that consistency in sticking with it
1: that I really admire about Graham. So when you think about the upcoming podcast, if we do the, a preview of that, if there's one question you want to ask Graham and you haven't asked for the last 260 episodes, this is the time. And let it be a tough question. What's the one question you want to I always wanted to ask him?
2: I think I'd be asking Graham. I know that he's stuck at this consistently, but why didn't you launch it earlier, Graham?
0: That's a really good question. And there's a long answer. Fortunately, we don't have enough time in this podcast to give you the answer in full. So I'll summarise it by saying that um, sometimes um, you have to accept the fact that you've been distracted. Um, and it's easy to get distracted. And that that would be not least by my fellow director, mm-hmm. but also by um, uh, other things going on in your life in terms of your other business in particular. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, sometimes you just have to shake yourself and say, look, what really is important? Um, I, um, I think I took on quite a lot of other things. And I've, the, the one question, I, that's a really, really good question, Arjun. Um, the one question I would have asked myself is, why have you taken on so much? Because in addition to the new business, I'm also um, a charity, you know, head of a chat. Well, Mm -hmm. the marketing guy for a a local charity, and within that, we're just about to launch a new business for the charity. So, and in addition to that, you know, there are family things and so forth. So there's there's an awful lot about that. But the one thing that I've um, I've been in various companies in my life when I worked in corporate and I was in the sales side, and I, I prided myself on becoming one of their top salespeople in various companies different companies Mm -hmm. Mm uh data and all kinds of different uh, companies and um and part of it is what kevin said it is about consistency but if you unpick the word consistency and you'll find that lots of people listening to your podcast if they unpicked consistency you have to say it's a it's a mixture probably of these three things energy drive Mm -hmm. and some measure of ability. You'd, frankly, if you're not investing in yourself and your abilities, then frankly, you can be a busy fool. Mm-hmm. But if you have those three things, energy and drive, that willingness to push yourself, even when it's, you're tired or, and you're not necessarily getting results. And if you have those three things, I think you've actually unpicked consistency.
1: So what's the one question you want to ask, Kevin? Um, what on
0: earth? Did you put up with me for when we started? Why? Why did you? Why did you actually want to do a podcast with somebody um, like me,
1: Kevin? Here's your chance. Oh, well, I think one
2: of the answers. To that, There are many answers, Graham. And one of the answers is I. I suppose it goes back to Jason Van Orden, and uh, I, I had this fascination about doing a podcast, and there was no way I was going to switch the microphone on by myself. Um. And I think you had a similar nervousness mm-hmm. and it was only when we said jointly well okay, we're just going to switch this microphone on and get on with it and see what's the worst that can happen and it sort of blossomed from there it's been kind of the it's the both of us starting from the same place and learning together graham mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. i think that's All the same, um, journey, yeah. same journey the journey, to journey. Learn together love that yeah it seems to have worked out reasonably well, and and you know our businesses have, have been doing well, and and you know I this, even this week I, know, I think we've got something like two three new clients in in you know and it's been quite a fallow period over with the worst of the um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, lockdowns and so forth over here in the UK, but it's now starting to come back and and people can see the sort of green shoots and new campaigns are starting, and you know from our point of view that you know there's this consistency of, with the podcast. And I don't think I can ever shake that out. So, you know, we have to sort of build around the podcast in the other things that we're doing. yeah. Because it's too important to give up.
1: Oh, absolutely. And you can, like, you know, love this. So to me, I really appreciate both of you taking time. And so what's the best way can anybody reach you and also follow your podcast? Well,
2: Podcasts available on all the main platforms. So just go find the Next 100 Days podcast on Apple, Google, wherever. But to reach me
1: personally, the best place is LinkedIn. Okay. And same um, with I, you, Grant.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, I, uh, my, either one of my business websites, or, or which is finelyfettled.co.uk, or meet-ifa.co.uk. And if, um, if you can't find me there, then LinkedIn is a great place to find me.
1: Awesome. So thank you both from the bottom of my heart for taking this time today, a fascinating conversation. And I really wanted to know what gets these two amazing human beings with a common thread, but two totally different professions, get excited about 260 podcasts together, but more importantly, enjoy the journey together that they are looking forward to the next 260 and beyond. And what I learned was passion is shown by action. And the moment they said they haven't missed a week, and they talked about this fascinating story about there are times you have a cancellation, but you never thought of canceling the podcast. You always found a way. That to me is true passion. This is, you know, I kept comparing it to I'm a golfer-holic, which means if nobody else shows up, I will go and golf myself. Like, so to me, I really feel that I just connected to that right away. I also love this simple, and you know, and there were so much of nuggets today. I do not know what to call this podcast because there were unintended learnings all through, which every one of them are precious. You know that whole concept about how do you create a habit? Get a start, do it routinely, and the habit will happen. Don't worry about it. Another amazing nugget was make it fun, make it easy let every person a client or a guest feel the moment in time there was a great conversation on listening you know don't lead to a solution sense checking it storytelling but the big part was respect try to listen share back get a validation because we always we being human always do not listen the first time i love the concept of simplicity of communication think you're talking to a 13 year old You're not being disrespectful, but you are talking to share. You're talking to communicate. That is incredibly important. The fascinating part when I was so glad I asked the question is what will drive you guys going forward? You talked about curiosity to know something more. Always there's new stuff to learn. Fascinating. And at the end, when you talked about consistency, energy, drive, ability, I really felt That is so important because many a time we have the energy, but not the drive. We have those, but not the ability. Like tomorrow, if I want to go and help India win the second cricket match against England, I may have the energy, but the drive, but zero ability and it (laughs) won't work. So I got it. Thank you again, both of you are simply amazing. I wish you the very best in life journey as friends together. And the podcast journey together. Thank you, thank you, and thank you.
0: You've been listening to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. To learn more, visit www.zenmango.com. Share this podcast with your friends and subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts.
2: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.